Amen, amen. Happy Mother's Day to all you all. It is so great. Welcome uh, to Jericho Road Church here on Mother's Day. We're going to do a little bit of shouting before we get into the mother part. Uh, I'm going to shout, and then would you shout back with me? I love God, and I love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I pray that every mom here has a delightful day uh, and that our church gets to be part of your blessing this morning. I'm going to invite up a couple of our upper elementary students. Uh, I have some guest ushers who are going to help me uh, pass out a gift to all of our moms. And so uh, where's the, uh, there's one more. Annalie, where'd you go? She's a guest usher. Here's a guest usher. So if you're a mom right now, would you go ahead and Caitlin, yep, there you go. Would you go ahead and stand up there? We're going to deliver to you a gift. So would you run out this gift to each of these moms? And uh, if, you're, if you're too shy, uh, if there's a guy or someone else around you, this, wave your hand and scream them out. Go, there's these beautiful young people going to bring you a gift right now. Any mom in the house, it's okay if your kids aren't here. Uh, just uh, here's a blessing, a gift to you from our church uh, as you stand. Um, as this is taking place, would you guys uh, give these moms an applause? Let's, let's thank our moms just with an applause. It's sort of like a theater one, all the way out until all these are passed out. So go ahead and uh, keep applauding our moms. All right. Amen, moms. Amen. There's some in the back. There's some hands up in the back. Maybe they're carrying a baby, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, um, if you're by one of those moms, you saw them stand up, would you just give them a high five right now? Just find that mom and high five a mom. Mom needs some high fives up in here. All right. If you guys say, bring on those. On. Are there any other moms that we'd miss right now? Okay. So lastly, let's have a little, let's have a cheer for our moms. Ready? One, two, three. All right, moms. Woo! Woo! All right. Go ahead and set those right there. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, those are, you guys uh, could probably stay right here, my guest ushers, because we're going to invite, uh, in just a second, we're going to invite our elementary team up here because you guys are going to do something. Come on back, girl. Um, now, uh, we've all seen those moms, so everybody knows who to be nice to the rest of today, okay? So they get extra niceness. Um, our elementary uh, department is going to present a little special something uh, to our parents right now. So, uh, Pastor Peter, are you here? Would you come on up? And uh, would you like me to invite all those kiddos up? Yeah. All right, all the kids who are in elementary, would you come on up right now at this time? All right. Good morning, guys. If you guys don't know me, my name is Pastor Peter, and I have the honor of working with these awesome elementary kids. Um, so all of them who were here last week um, made a card for their moms, and I think a couple of them might have snuck through already, so maybe you already got yours this morning. But um, So what we're going to do today before we give you your cards is we're just going to all say one thing that we're really thankful for um, for our moms. Obviously, we can't say everything we think we're thankful for, otherwise we'd be here till next Sunday. But um, my mom is actually here this morning, so I'm going to get us started. <laughs> And, Mom, I just want to say thank you so much for always supporting me. And, all right, so I'm going to pass the mic along. And so, kids, if you can just thank your mom for one thing, maybe if you want to read off your card or if you already prepared something, go for it. Thank you for loving me and my brothers. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, for folding my laundry.
Thank you for signing me up for everything. Thank you for uh, buying me a toy. <laughs> um, thank you for hugs. Thank you, Mom, for helping me with my homework. Thank you, Mom, for making food for us every day. Thank you, Mom, for always trying to make me happy. Thank you, Mom, for always being there for me. Thank you, Mom, for guiding me so I can follow God's will. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Mom, for loving me. Right. Anybody else not get a chance to go, Lexi? Thank you, Mom, for being nice to me. All right, kids, can you take your cards to your mom and give them a great big hug? All right. Oh, Jacob, did you want to go? Oh, okay, sorry. Good, take it. Well, (laughs) great job, kids, man. So um, it's never good to go after that because it's always going to be worse, whatever it is. So I have actually a video prepared because I knew that was happening. So let's look at this uh, little cuteness overload video, and then uh, I'll share some stuff. So we're going to check out this next video. I know. Moms are uh, pretty amazing, both in the animal world and in the human world, and uh, they love us. They put up with so much from our, of, of our stuff, and, and they really make life bearable, uh, moms do. The, the job of mother is truly one of the most marvelous and awe-inspiring jobs on earth. I'd like to shout out, my mom is here today, and uh, 
My mom's pretty amazing. Hi, Mom. Um, growing up, uh, my mom, she would always uh, make sure to talk with me. Uh, she's a psychologist, so that's sort of a par for the course. Uh, uh, but all the time, she'd be talking with me, uh, especially when I would be upset or mad. My mom would talk and uh, uh, make, make sure that she knew how to make me cry uh, or apologize if I had done something wrong. So she was very good at that. Uh, and, and also, she could... Uh, uh, had the ability to get me to smile if I was angry uh, or stuff like that. That way I wouldn't uh, go to bed upset, those kind of things. And so, I, you know, my, I really appreciate my mom. She was protecting me probably from myself most of the time and just really investing that time. And, and moms just are wonderful that way. And, and as we celebrate moms today, I want, us, I, I want us together to recognize that God has placed in moms uh, some of the best qualities of himself. Some of the best qualities of godness are placed in moms, and, and they're placed in moms specifically. And I don't think that normally dads have them. They are different moms and dads. And uh, I'd like to touch on four attributes of God which are clearly reflected in moms. And those four attributes are uh, protective, sacrificial, giving, and loving. And I'm just going to touch a little bit on each of them, how they're attributes of God reflected in our moms. And the first is protective. In, in the book of Thessalonians, uh, Paul writes, but the Lord's faithful, and he's going to strengthen you, and he's going to protect you from the evil one. So God is faithful, and God wants to protect us. He desires us to be safe, to be well, to find goodness and joy in our lives, to protect all aspects of our being. Now, it doesn't always work that we're perfectly perfected, and that's because there's sin in this world, and, and God allows free will, and he allows people to uh, choose evil sometimes. And so God doesn't, uh, he balances free will and his interaction with the, I mean, uh, our free will and his interaction with the world. And, and so even though God always wants to perfectly protect us, sometimes even in real life, that's not the case. And he made moms that way. I think moms always want to protect their kids. There's this innate desire. Have you ever heard the term mama bear? Well, that's referring to a specific class of people, right? And, and that's a real thing. Like, if you want to test it out, go to the mall and try to talk to some random lady's little kids. See what happens, right? It's going to be like, <laughs> like, they'll freak out and they, they growl and they uh, could actually literally bite you. Like, so there is a real mama bear thing because moms want to protect their kids. They have this thing where they want to shield their kids from harm. That's why uh, all of us have heard this. Don't forget to take a jacket. Right? Anyone else have, has heard that? Why are they do, as you're walking out the door, don't forget to take a jacket. I'm 45 years old. It's 80 degrees outside. What do you mean don't forget to take a jacket? Because they want to protect you. They want to make sure that you're not cold. They want to make sure that you're safe. And, and so that's just part of their DNA. Anyone else ever felt the, the mom arm of safety wonder? That's the, like this magical bar that comes out like this. Like if she abruptly breaks just a little, the, the magic arm flies out and Saves you from death, but it possibly cracks a rib or two as she reaches out to, to stop you. Dads don't do that. They hit the brakes. You, your forehead hits the dash. Boom. You launch back, and he goes like, oh, man, that guy's driving crazy in front of me. See, he's trying to excuse for why. It, like, he doesn't care about you. He's just caring that he doesn't get any blame for that. But uh, Mom, she'll immediately protect you. And, and you think it wouldn't be strong enough. You're like, Mom, that's not really helpful in an accident. Except you don't understand God. I mean, you don't understand moms because that arm is stronger than the accident. It probably could protect you. The, the car could fall on you. If you were under that, it would stop the car from falling on you. It is, 
You've, you've seen it. It's not only in the car. You've seen it if ever you tried to cross the street when you were young and you didn't look both ways. What do you get? Wha-bam! The arm of the magic arm of mom that comes across and protects you so you don't kill yourself walking into the street. And it's innate. It, you, they don't learn it. There's not mom school where they learn like Wing Chun, you know, from Ip Man. They, they don't teach it to them. It just is born into them because they want to protect uh, uh, their kids. And that mechanism is found. And that's a reflection of God uh, in, uh, in creating moms. So the first one is that protective, that moms just have that. The, the next one is sacrificial. And God is sacrificial. In Ephesians, uh, Paul again tells us that Christ loves us and that he gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and as a sacrifice to God. You see, when God came in human form as Jesus, that's a significant downgrade. He had to sacrifice what he was, what he was doing, perfection in heaven, no problems at all, no worries. And he sacrifices that to come down onto this planet and to become a human being. He actually releases his godness or he veils his godness. So at some sense, he he's becomes fully human being, and that is definitely a downgrade. That is a sacrifice for God to come in human flesh. And then not only does he come in human flesh and become a human, he literally is a blood sacrifice, literally a sacrifice. Like his, his body is destroyed for us because of us, for our sins, so that we could live eternally. See, the sacrifice on his part isn't for his own benefit. The sacrifice on his part is for our benefit. He's not doing it to get something for himself. He's doing it to give something to us. And there's no greater example of sacrifice in all of the universe, period. But then God created moms to reflect that reality of him, that sacrificial attitude. Moms literally, like, give up their own body to have a baby. <laughs> like you actually grow inside of a human being. The baby grows inside of the mom, and uh, if ever you've seen pregnant people, they, they tend to get a little bit bigger, right? Uh, so their skin stretches out a lot, and their organs get displaced, and their bone structure moves around, and then the baby comes out, and that doesn't magically pop back into like the way it was before. It never goes back. They literally sacrifice their body. And while the fetus is inside, what is the fetus doing? eating mom. It's a parasite. It is literally sucking the life from a mother. The baby eats before the moms eat. So baby's in there, you take in some nutrients, the baby sucks nutrients, mom gets what's left over. That's why they look so like, uh, when they're when they're pregnant, because the baby is literally sucking the life out of them. So every one of us who has a mom, we suck the life out. She gave her body for, you were eating her nutrients from within. That's a terrifying, like, alien sort of illustration, right? You were inside there eating her, and then let me out, which is all sorts of other sacrifices that she gave up right for you. So additionally, after birth, though, <laughs> the sacrificing continues, and they do it joyfully. Usually, usually they do it joyfully, and they do it consistently. Um, this sacrificing sort of stuff I was thinking about it, and uh, I was thinking about my sister Tish. Uh, she, she actually was in the military. I don't know if you guys knew this. She's a, uh, a combat nurse in the Army. And so she's a strong, fierce, independent woman, and she had goals and dreams and things like big things she's going to do and that sort of stuff. And, and then she had her first kid, <laughs> and uh, she chose to sacrifice those kind of goals and dreams and that fierce Army person. And as a single mom, 
she decided to have an at-home daycare so that she could be with her kid. Like, that wasn't the dream. <laughs> when you're, you're in the military combat place and you are a strong person and you have these goals and dreams, but then all of a sudden you have this kid, and she says, for the benefit of my kid, I am going to put my dreams and goals on hold. I'm going to have a bunch of other kids, and I don't know if you've been around a bunch of kids before, but your kid is okay at best, and other kids are like nightmare, right? So she chose to have other kids in her house so that she could be with her kid. That's a monetary sacrifice. That's a soul sacrifice. That's an emotional sacrifice. And she made it for her kids. And that's what women do because that's a reflection of what God does. He sacrifices himself for the benefit of others. And moms do that. They sacrifice themselves all the time for the benefit of their kids. Moms are giving. James tells us that God is giving. Every good and perfect gift is from above. And it comes down from the Father of heavenly lights who doesn't change like shifting shadows. God gives us everything that is good comes from God. Sunshine, love, ice cream, air conditioning, children. Like God gives all those things. He is the giver of good things. He is the ultimate, undisputed, number one giver. And he places that giving quality in moms. I see this firsthand all the time, especially when my little kids were, were younger with, with my wife. Um, so when we're having food, food's a big deal for us, obviously for me, uh, and for our family, like most of us, we like food. And, and for, for my wife, the kids, she, she'll, she'll make some food and, and we'll start to eat it and the kids sort of start to circle around like vultures because they smell the food and they come out and they're like, gah, 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 and I go, and for me... I'm not mom. For me, I grab my food and I try to hide it. I try to protect my, my bowl of ice cream, my snacks, my, whatever it is, my food. And, and the best, piece of meat, the best piece, pieces of meat, I try to get those before the kids. But my wife, she's like, take it, take it, take it. And they're like eating off her plate. And they're like, gah, 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 gah. And she's like, oh, and then there's nothing left but scraps. And she's like happy because these little vultures came and ate all our food. You know, I'm like... I'm like slapping them away, trying to get them. She's like, yes, yes, take, take. Like, right, she's just giving them the food all the time. And, and uh, so I'm like thinking like, man, like that is so giving. And that is not what dads do. Dad is, dad is I eat first and you can have this. Mom is like, well, portion would you like please sweetie eat first you know it just ha- it happened literally yesterday when we were uh out to eat for mother's day for one of our we have several mother's day we get to celebrate and um our little sweetie daughter kayla was looking at my wife's sandwich that she had half left and and Hedge was like well i only wanted one bite anyway and kayla was like <laughs> and she ate it like vultured that thing and my poor wife went home hungry. She had one bite of a sandwich and two fries, you know, like, but she's willing to give. And Kayla looked at my sandwich. It was because we had split the sandwich in half. And I was like, no way, girl. Don't even look at this side. <laughs> but moms aren't like that. Moms are giving. And they, they give even of themselves. And, the, and all the good things in life, the good things come from moms as they give. And that is a clear reflection of who God is. And the last thing that, that moms really reflect God is that they're loving and We've heard this about God a whole ton, but God is loving. In Romans it says, For I'm convinced that, that there's nothing, neither death or life, not angels or demons, not things that are present right now or things that are in the future, no powers or heights or, or depths or, or anything in all of creation, in fact. None of that will be able to separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Now, God's love is insurmountable. It's everlasting, and it is the standard. Nothing can separate us from God's love, not your flaws, not your past, nothing on this planet, not even Satan himself, not the mistakes you're, you, you did yesterday or the mistakes you're going to do tomorrow. None of them separate you from God's love. And that's what he designed moms to have as well, that mirror his love. I know that my mom would do anything for me, and I bet you guys would say the same thing, that there's nothing that would stand in the way of your mom loving you. And uh, like we heard a little bit earlier, I bet if we asked, like, what are the ways that your mom has loved you, and, and we sort of put this, if we set it all together, it would take hours and hours and hours to list all of the ways that our moms have loved us. God really did design moms on purpose to be instruments to point us to him because they reflect him so well. And we're so blessed for each of you moms who are at our church here today. We're so thankful that you're here. Thank you for reflecting God in who you are in how you act and interact with, with us as children and other people on this planet. We just thank you so much. Our youth group has prepared a, a special video they just want to share with the mothers uh, today as well. Hey boys, we out here, so. <laughs> um, loving, kind, caring, and um, the best mom ever. Uh, I'd say patient, long-suffering, empathetic, uh, loving, caring, kind. All of those words describe my mom. Or to describe my mom. I would say she's patient, she's intelligent, she's definitely supportive of me, and of course she's loving and caring. One thing that describes my mom is that she's hardworking and generous, and she always provides for our family. The three words that I'd use to describe my mother are what I call the three C's. Caring, courageous, and crazy. One word to Kill describe her. our mom is that she's thoughtful and patient and she's really cool. Hi, if I could describe my mom in three words, I'd say compassionate, goofy, and giving. Uh, you know, having her as my third grade teacher for an entire year. I think the favorite memory that I have of my mom is when she had to break up two of our dogs that were fighting with a rubber chicken in. Ever since, they've always screwed that chicken. My most fond memory of my mom is when she and I went to Phoenix, Arizona to watch a baseball game and we went to Cracker Barrel to eat. Um, my favorite memory with my mom is everyday life, just living with her. She's amazing. My favorite memory of us together is when we went to the gym show and we spent hours talking in the cold room. It's probably all the times I go with her to when she goes to work to print something out for me like midnight or whenever she stays up with me to help me get some projects done or all those times that she can be, she stays up and suffers all these things so that I can have somebody to be with. 
A favorite memory of my mom is uh, a time when we were all hanging out and we just heard this tiny little fart and we went around starting with my dad and we were asking who the fart was and we go around and the last one was my mom and when we looked at all looked at her we just started laughing so hard What's up guys? GRC gang out here. Um, maybe one thing my mom has taught me is that um, be hardworking and um, just relax. Shaka. My mom has made a really large impact on my life by first of all keeping me in check and then secondly by making sure that I always have somewhere to go to. I always have a safe zone. My mom makes a resounding impact on my life each and every day and words just can't describe how much I appreciate her love and care for me. Uh, she has uh, been doing. I, I don't know. <laughs> Screw that up. Uh, she's encouraged me to be the best Jeffrey I can be. My mom has impacted my life in many ways, and one of the things that she taught me was that you can have friends. Friends are cool, but your family's the one that's gonna stick together, and they're gonna be there for you all the time. She birthed me. She's impacted my life because she's always been my biggest cheerleader and she inspires me to work hard for what I want. And she reminds me to stay positive. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. 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 Uh, amen. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Oh, we love you. I go. There's more. That's the end of that. All right. Amen. We're actually going to invite our praise band up to come. And uh, as they're coming up, uh, we're going to do some uh, last-minute stuff uh, here. We're going to pray for our moms. Uh, if they're here, we're going to pray for them. Um, if your mom is here, then I want you, when we go into this time in just a second, to go ahead and find her and hug her, and then pray for, your, pray for her. And if she's far away, it's okay for you to just hug her in your heart and just pray for her as well. So before we sing our last worship song, the, the music's going to start playing. And when that does, I want to invite you just to find your mom. Uh, if she's here, give her a hug and uh, give her a prayer. And then if your mom isn't here, if you can just... Uh, Grab her in your heart and just pray for her wherever you are. And so let's go ahead and do that time of praying, and then we're going to go into uh, worship after that. But let's take a, a couple of minutes here to just find your mom, and if she's here, hug her. If not, just uh, pray for her wherever she is.